in what world do arena nachos and hot dogs not send at least one poor gastrointestinous, you know, debilitated soul to the toilet with diarrhea? For the second time today. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, shitheads? It's time for another episode of your favorite Pokemon podcast binge. It's To Kill a Delibird, episode 14. Today, we're taking a look at two more episodes. We're looking at the Punchy Pokemon and Sparks Fly for Magnemite. I'm Kellen, as per usual, one of the hosts, joined again by my co-host, Graham. Graham, how you doing? I'm doing great. Really excited to be here for our second guest episode. That's right, we got another guest in the house. We like to bring on people who've got an attachment to the episode, some kind of, you know, maybe it's like the odd one they remember from when they were kids something to comment on episode 10 was our first uh, guest appearance we had kellen's brother nolan on this time we got nolan's friend huber huber how you doing oh golden golden fantastic well i'm silver then (laughs) i'll be crystal i guess that makes me hell yeah i couldn't remember what what the third one was (laughs) was it platinum (laughs) (laughs) that's gen four that's two generations later oh i like how i like how um we're starting to establish a pattern here so we went from our first guest being my brother mm-hmm. to my brother's friend. Mm-hmm. What's next? My brother's friend's dog walker. Is that going to be our next guest? Do you have a dog walker here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Or God like, damn it. We, we should keep the chain going. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's friend's mother-in-law. <laughs> now, you need, now you need like your brother's friend's brother. <laughs> do you have a brother? I do. Okay, well, like, we'll get him on. <laughs> we'll find him then. Does Good he like Pokemon? <laughs> and then, and then in six, and then in six episode, six guest episodes, we'll finally be able to get Kevin Bacon. Oh, <laughs> nice. That is how that works. Yep, everyone's connected to Kevin Bacon by six degrees. All right, are we? What are we doing today, Graham? I think I said something about it, but what are we doing today? Well, we got a couple things. We're definitely gonna chat a bit first. I wanna yeah. wanna catch up with you guys. You know, I was eating ice cream recently. Y'all like ice cream? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I was really eating, a hot take. I was eating ice cream, thinking about <laughs> ice cream. Turns out there's a lot of famous people with ice cream specific podcasts. Did you know oh, that? Yeah. I did not. Famous people who have their own ice cream podcast. Oh god. So I got a list of them here. I got a list of them here. Number one. Snookies and Cream, the Jersey Shore <laughs> Reviews Ice Cream Podcast. Oh, Jesus. Snookies That's and Cream. That's a good one. Thank That's you. Thank good. you. <laughs> Got a second one here. Very famous person. Cookie Dough. Dough spelled D apostrophe O H. Homer's Audio Cookie Ice dough. Cream Journal. Cookie Dough. Dough. <laughs> <laughs> we got Conan, Conan the Barbarian. Conan Boo. the Barbarian. Where Arnold Schwarzenegger himself live streams every Sunday ice cream reviews. I wish I could do an Arnie impression. It would be the perfect time. One of you sounds like Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 I got a couple more. I got two more. Okay. Oh, jeez. I found I found that Sweden has an o- the country of Sweden has an official <laughs> ice cream podcast called Sveninjeris. Huh? Huh? Sveninjeris. <laughs> I hate that. And then my favorite one. My favorite one because it's close to this podcast. Brocky Road. 
A Breeder's Journey Through Dairy Products, Brocky oh Road. Oh my. <laughs> is he lactose intolerant? Is that what it makes it a real journey? <laughs> yeah, it's really painful. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Snookies and Cream. That's a good one. <laughs> Did I start hot and then slow down? You Damn. started hot. You started too hot. I think Snookies and Cream is one of the best ones we've heard on the whole podcast. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, and did pretty good with the Brock one. Brocky Road is where it started. I was like, how do I keep this going? That that, that was a good way to end. <laughs> so that's this week's study. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what your entire week has led up to. Yeah, it's hard work being a fake podcast researcher. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean fake? These aren't real podcasts? What are you talking about? No, I should give a disclaimer, right? No, case, you shouldn't. What if no, Snooki tries not. to sue me? What if <laughs> Jersey Shore sues to kill a deli bird? <laughs> if people can't tell that these are jokes, there is something seriously wrong with them. Snooki, if you aren't making a podcast called Snookies and Cream, what is wrong with you? Do it we deserve now. rights to that podcast as well, <laughs> uh, royalties. <laughs> oh, okay, so something else I want to do before we get started. I meant to ask you about this last week, Graham. But mm -hmm. how is the Pokemon Black journey going? Where are you at? Uh, five badges down. Very nice. Something about I went through this whole thing where I don't know. The bad guys were in like a meat locker. Like it was real cold. An ice yep. locker. Yep. Are, they should make a okay hot take, cold take. They should make a Pokemon spinoff game that is completely just the sliding ice block puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do don't mind the I don't sliding mind them either. Ice but that's like controversial, right? Don't people hate yeah, them? Yeah, I don't think I think most people don't like them. I hated them as a kid. Huber, have you played especially. uh the Pokemon games much? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we're talking about the ice puzzles? Uh yeah. Pro ice puzzle or or do you hate them? Um I'm neutral. <laughs> if they're there they're there if yeah. they're not like switzerland remaining neutral about the touchy it's a, topics it's a very grounded take some people are just weird about them fact about the pokemon games mm -hmm. i still have my original three the blue red and yellow wow and uh it took me years to do this but i got all 151 i even knew i did it on my yellow and then my sister-in-law wanted to play Pokemon. And erased the like, file. And erased my file. Oh, I'm, no. like, I'm like, what the f... Press F <laughs> in the chat. And then she's just, I wanted to play as Pikachu. I'm like, what the f... <laughs> <laughs> and then actually after those, I didn't play until Platinum. That's a good one. Yeah, how do you uh, bounce back from that? That's just uh, devastating. I played Platinum a lot. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh, it's it was. Uh, way better uh, than Diamond and Pearl. And then uh, White and Black, I played. I'm playing Black for the first time right oh, now, very casually. Yeah. Um, And I recently actually bought my first Switch. So Ooh. I have Sword. It came with the Switch I bought yeah. it used. Nice I want to find Shield so I can have both. And then I'm, I'll play both and collect all the pokemon <laughs> what about scarlet and violet those are the new ones uh, they run like shit but they're fun sword and shield have that sheep pokemon what's it called <laughs> that is wooloo wooloo that that shit's fire <laughs> i'm not big into the games anymore i game on pc more than anything anymore so i bought the switch for my kid <laughs> switch is a great casual machine like being able to play portable like just play a bit here or there you know 
it's good. And of course, well, I have a switch and there's monster trucks, so the child in me comes out and you gotta get monster trucks. <laughs> there's a monster truck switch game? Yeah, there's there's uh two or three of them I have now. Oh, there's a, a Hot Wheels switch game too that's supposed to be not bad. <laughs> I have it. You have it as well? <laughs> Dude. Okay, there's a Power Rangers one, too, that's not bad. <laughs> Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Yeah, I could have bought that for like five bucks. I heard Peppa Pig games. Do you have the Peppa Pig games? Oh, God, no. Oh, God. Peppa Pig? <laughs> yeah, I think there's multiple Peppa Pig games. Well, see, Get on Xbox. Get Kellen. Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> on a- dumb thing on Xbox. Game of the year. The Game Pass. There's a game, a Peppa Pig game through Game Pass, and my daughter keeps going, oh, I want it. And I keep going, yeah, we'll download that. No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into the episodes. Let's get to reviewing Peppa Pig episodes. What this podcast (laughs) is all about. Yeah, we're pivoting. We're pivoting to Peppa Pig now. Oh, Uh, Jesus. (laughs) All right, let's get into the episodes. Today we're looking at episode 29, The Punchy Pokemon, and episode 30, Sparks Fly for Magnemite. Let's start off with The Punchy Pokemon. So we open up on a scene of a Hitmonchan running down a road as a girl watches, and then the gang comes across this Hitmonchan. Ash, of course, wants to catch the Hitmonchan. Okay, fun fact. If you watch, this is like the only time Ash ever knows the Pokemon before he uses deck. I didn't even catch that. I didn't yeah. either. He, he huh. says, oh, it's a Hitmonchan. I'm going to catch it. And it's like, um, really? This Wait, is the so we, only we have a, a smart Ash moment for once? This is one. That's crazy. Yeah, this is like the only time Ash actually knows the Pokemon. Amazing. Before that is amazing. he uh, uses uh, Dex. Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> yeah, like. So Ash wants to catch this Hitmonchan. Thinks it's Pikachu wild. Pikachu is terrified of this thing. As he should be. Hitman, Hitmonchan is just running up and down the road like Air sparring. Very rocky, mm-hmm. right? Very, like, I was going to say it's a rocky montage. So he wants to catch the thing. Pikachu's terrified. Ash tells Pikachu that if he beats Hitmonchan, he will be the world champion Pokemon. Completely baseless claim. I don't know <laughs> what the evidence is for this. Yeah, baseless and just meaningless. Like, what does that yeah. even mean? <laughs> you, you, you forgot, though. Like, I'll teach you my special punch and no, you beat anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was wondering what Ash's punch is. <laughs> oh, we saw it. He gives a boxing lesson to Pikachu. Yeah. It's very cute. And then Ugh. the narrator gives some sass how Brock and Misty have caught new Pokemon in the last couple episodes, but Ash hasn't. Brock and Misty Ash. have been catching Pokemon, but Ash is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we should go through the episodes and like narrate them ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, the narrator's already baseline pretty sassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we can just like forego all um pretense and subtleness subtlety if i was the narrator i wouldn't even follow these three i would go <laughs> i would go hang out with the ghost boys from the tower of terror episode mm-hmm. you will not let up on the ghost they're boys. the greatest characters <laughs> great. of they're any great. tv show <laughs> no they're literally just the three stooges but as ghosts <laughs> no i'm sorry the greatest characters in any tv show are are uh, joey and chandler and friends <laughs> They do not have a show without those two. They do not. Hot takes. That's probably true. <laughs> like, guys, come on. Like, how Who, good are the Joey and Chandler of the Pokemon show? <laughs> <laughs> I would say uh, Bulbasaur and Squirtle. No, yeah, nah. J- Jesse James. 
Um, Jesse and James. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, yeah, you do. You really do not have a show without those two. Without Jesse and James. Without Jesse and James, because all the shenanigans are gone without Jesse and James and Meowth. They're 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 the comic relief for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, like and half the stuff that happens in the show just could not happen without them. Oh totally, totally, and they play a big part of this episode. Let's try to get through one fight. <laughs> I think this episode <laughs> contains five fights and we're stuck on the yeah. first one. So Pikachu goes at Hitmonchan with the boxing gloves. Adorable. Hitmonchan won't even humor him. He's got, you got the whole classic, like, holding the person out at arm's reach while they're, like, trying to run at you, arms flailing, classic stuff. Yeah, I love when and cartoons, then Pikachu, cartoon arms flail. And then Pikachu glows with his red aura and goes for the super secret ultra powerful rocket punch this is and dope he as hell smashes hitmonchan in the face with this rocket punch and it doesn't do a damn thing but it looks so mean? cool for a moment it looks he great. like sends makes the gloves go flying with lightning and then he like zips behind it sh- them it shook him man hitmonchan had a good barely mark. barely that hitmonchan <laughs> it didn't was do a like, thing whatever bro <laughs> so hitmonchan's trainer comes by running down the street tells him to knock pikachu out hitmonchan obeys knocks pikachu Right the fuck out. Easy peasy. Fighting smart hurts less than fighting stupid. Fighting smart hurts less than fighting stupid. What was his accent? It's a weird <laughs> That's accent. That's not the accent. It's like no. a really cheesy New York accent. Yeah. Fighting like stu- stupid. Yeah. Hoyt. He says hoyt. Fighting hard. Fighting smart hoyt's less. I'm walking here. Fighting stupid. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Hey, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> So that that girl from before comes by, comes out from behind the tree. It's this guy's daughter. She wants him to come home because he's a deadbeat dad who has been training for however however long. He says he's not going to come home until he's the champion of the P1 Grand Prix. Okay, like, this guy is, like, the definition of just a deadbeat bum for a father. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very trashy. Yes, anywhere. And you miss something. Pikachu getting knocked out. I remember watching, just hearing about it the next day in school, and everybody's like freaking out. And I'm like, yeah, fuck Pikachu. I hate that Beckerhead. (laughs) Fuck him. Okay, this is a great story. You remember? Like, everybody is just so a pro Pikachu. And I'm like, it's a fucking rodent. He's so cute, though. The oh pro my god. Pikachu agenda. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh fuck Pikachu. I've always Wait, so hated him. What's your him? favorite Gen 1 Pokemon? Mine? Yeah. Scyther. Oh. Is that your favorite Pokemon just in general? Uh or what's your favorite Pokemon? Man. Scyther, like, say my favorite, it's Scyther. Because, well, Scyther's awesome. Scyther's pretty cool. They kind of ruined him into Gen 2. Now Caesar's awesome. No way. Caesar. Oh yeah. Caesar oh, is so cool. What about Caesar and no. Smash Brothers? Just come straight at you. Uh, <laughs> what about no. Cleavor? What about Cleavor? I don't know what that is. Is that the third version? It's a split. It's from the uh, oh. Legends. Caesar, or Scyther has another split evolution in Cleavor. Oh. Cleavor's cool. Scy- yeah. the, nothing beats the original. They're all, all three of them are badass. Scyther's just the boss. So you were a big fan as a kid of how Pikachu got knocked out. <laughs> Huge! That's kind of cool. Pikachu. Hated That's Pikachu. pretty funny. I gotta oh. say, I love Pikachu, especially in this episode. He's great in this episode. Oh, oh yeah, he is God. great. He has a moment later on that's peak peak Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Oh peak, yeah, Pikachu, Pikachu. Ah, <laughs> just 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 
pro Pikachu later, yes. But no, I was like, because everybody was just like, oh, giant, massive hard-ons for Pikachu. I'm like, <laughs> it's a rat. It's a fucking rat. Yeah, that is problematic to have a hard-on like, <laughs> in this situation. Fuck. And then he's just like, fuck. So this guy tells the gang to come meet him at his gym where he's training. Uh, he runs off. Brock jumps into full white knight mode, telling the girl, we'll we'll help you out. We'll, we'll do everything you can. He's simping so fast. He's simping so fast To the point so where, hard. you know what? I'm even bad at predicting, at predicting when he's going to simp. Because I just saw like a little kid. <laughs> he's like already like... <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. I guess I don't think she's a little kid, actually. But. No, no. I, yeah, I like how he waited until the dad was gone to start flirting. So they go to the gym that this guy told them about. It's an actual like weightlifting gym with a gas station. Attached. Yeah, <laughs> it's this beautiful small town gym slash gas station called the Fighting Spirit Gym. And they learn about the P1 Grand Prix, which is a to- tournament for fighting type Pokemon. They think if they can defeat this guy's Hitmonchan, he'll come back to his senses and go back home. So not know. race cars. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. Yeah, what's the deal with Grand Prix? Yeah. <laughs> and P1, we learned, stands for Pokemon number one Grand Prix. <laughs> and so they say right off the bat it's for fighting Pokemon. Uh, but then yeah. Misty suggests, well, Primeape's a fighting Pokemon. Primeape's not a fighting Pokemon, uh, is it? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, it is. is. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I was like, that's a fighting yeah. Pokemon. That was normal. Yeah. What does it, what does an ape do besides slap you around? <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair point. Talk talking about fighting, Kellen. What do you mean? I'm not. I don't seem like the black belt type. <laughs> like, what the hell? I don't know. I just never, I never pinned you as that. What the? F- so what makes the black belt type then? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The most the most of the black belts I've seen are from Pokemon. So should we give some background here? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, Nolan told me about the the episode he did, and I should listen to it. And I'm like, dude, I want to do the fighting. I love the fighting. And so Nolan, he's texting Kellen, and Kellen's like, I'm gonna leave this to Graham. <laughs> so then I'm like, does he know I have a black belt? So Nolan's like, I don't know. He texted back, and <laughs> Kellen texts him. He doesn't seem like the type. Like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah, what the hell does that mean, Kellen? <laughs> what do you have a black belt in, Huber? Karate. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, actually, Classic. I went in a world tournament in Whoa. my specific. Uh, Wait, type you of went karate? into the P1 Grand Prix <gasps> yourself? Um, I uh, do you I know how to do fifth... a seismic toss? I do. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, no, I went into a world tournament. Uh, it was just my specific martial art, but yeah. that's it, that's still millions of people across the world. Mm-hmm. I placed fifth. Get out. No, How seriously. Old were you? I, 17. Very nice. Very nice. Like, I had just gotten my black belt. We got a celebrity here. Number five <laughs> in the P1 Grand Prix. <laughs> so, back to back to what you were saying about you didn't realize fighting Pokemon. Fighting Pokemon. Yeah. The weird thing is, after they convinced Ash to enter with Primate, Rock's like, and I have Geodude. Geodude's not a fighting Pokemon. Yeah. It's Rock Ground. Yeah. That, that, what? They're just like, he's got arms. Good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, uh, he's gonna fight in arms. He just arm. straight up should not be allowed in the tournament, but whatever. He should be in an arm wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. Oh, he has his arms. So Team Rocket wants the championship belt as well, so that yeah. they can sell it. 
and go and to an all-you-can-eat buffet. At a buffet. <laughs> I, I wrote uh, them talking about food down because I thought it was a beautiful poem. Honey-glazed ham, roast leg of lamb, strawberry jam, <laughs> sirloin steaks, chocolate cakes. <laughs> and then Jesse hits them. Snaps all around. Snaps all around. Yeah, thank stuff. you. Thank you. Yeah, Jesse's Jesse's dream. She wants to spa on shopping day and then have her close friends over for dinner, which her close friends seem to all be Speedo men. Yeah, again, whenever again. A, a woman in this show <laughs> imagines being like rich, they're just surrounded by naked dudes. <laughs> naked dudes with fans. Ladies, if if you make it, you can succeed. And waiting for you at the end. Are naked dudes with fans. <laughs> <laughs> so they want to enter the tournament as well. They need a fighting type Pokemon, though. They see a, a guy walking with his Hitmonlee. They're, they're, they're going to do something about that. They're going to steal it. They kidnap the guy. They kidnap him, tie him up in a stall in the freaking building. Yeah. How the hell is this guy <laughs> not no noticed? <laughs> like, does everybody just, like, are they glued to the ground in the ring? That's that is all a like, good oh, point. I, I gotta take a, a pee. Like, right, no, so you just in the same pee in a building bottle. of the P1 Grand Prix, they tie the owner of the Hitmonlee to a toilet in a public washroom and nobody <laughs> finds <laughs> <laughs> These are diehard fans. How the frick? And then they do a trench coat bit, which is great. They stack each other on a trench coat. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Huber, though. I'm with you. In what world do arena nachos and hot dogs not send at least one poor gastrointestinous, you know, debilitated soul to the toilet with diarrhea? Or... Arena security? Really? <laughs> Nothing? Or that. Nobody? I was, I was waiting for a chance to say diarrhea. It's been a while since I said diarrhea on air. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no cleaning staff to make sure that the, the bathrooms have towels and stuff? Like, nobody noticed this Yeah, guy. you're right. What is with this organization? <laughs> Who is running this? They should be accountable. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> So here, you said something about a theory. What are what you what are you what are you theorizing well, about? Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan's names. Yeah, obviously they're named off of after famous martial artists. Yeah, like Hitmonlee is named after Bruce Lee, and Hitmonchan yep. is named off of after Jack Chan. Yep, which I found hilarious. Hitmonlee makes sense because Bruce Lee was more of a kicker style martial art. They were both the style of Kung Fu, actually, which is more of a kicking style of Kung Fu. Where Hitmonchan is a punching Pokemon. Oh, he's a boxer. Yeah, he should, his name should be Hitmonlee because he should be named after Muhammad Ali. And Hitmonlee should be named Hitmonchan. Hmm. Or, or they should both be Hitmonlee, but one is L-E-E and one is L-I. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make it uber confusing. Well, it'd be Hitmon Ali and Hitmonlee. <laughs> Hitmon Ali. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good point. Hitmon Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Hitmon Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> like anytime I look at Hitmon Chan, I just think of Mike Tyson. Yeah, totally. Hitmon Tyson. Totally. Well, it's also because in in the nineties, like before the uh, Evander Holyfield incident, like he was the boxer, like like well, Street yeah. Fighter Balrog. Like he's just supposed to be <laughs> Mike Tyson as well. And then Mike Tyson's punch, punch out. out. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh exactly. yeah. Oh yeah. Like in the nineties, Mike Tyson was like the boxing. 
god like he he was muhammad was like an afterthought when mike tyson was in his prime in the 90s like when this was all this was made definitely had that cartoon relevance yeah for sure so anthony the guy from before yeah we we learned that the new york boxing coach is named anthony so tony yeah Surprise. We go. We go through the. Uh, <laughs> we go. We get the introductions at the uh, the Grand Prix. They note note to Anthony as being the number one fighter. Shouldn't that already make him the champion of the Grand Prix? Shouldn't he be going yeah, home? Yeah, this then? episode makes no sense. He makes should, no sense. It sounds like he already won, or at least he's oh, a good. favorite he, to one. Win. <laughs> oh gosh! The yeah, arena just... has the worst security on planet Earth. <laughs> the arena has like the worst staff ever. Ash can Possible. recognize a Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most unrealistic most episode unrealistic ever. Episode. It is. Yeah, it's funny. So the matches start. Uh, Ash gets his first match. Primate versus. Wait, wait, a hold Machop. up, hold up. Before this, I have to note when they're introducing Brock and Ash, we cut to Misty and Rebecca, who's the daughter in the stands. That she's holding. Misty's holding Pikachu. Above Misty and Pikachu, there is a baby in the stands. That has the same eyes and cheeks as Pikachu. <laughs> I would have did never you, noticed that. Did you not notice that? It was right Do in your face. Do you notice stuff like this, Huber? Oh, uh, which stuff? The baby that looks like Pikachu. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I'll, show you, it, I'll show you it later. It's oh, wild. God. In the I video version, it. it'll be up on the screen. But Cool. Anyway, to the fight. All right. Primate versus Machop. Primate versus Machop. Yeah. Machop goes for a fury of chops. So, so what's a Machop? He's this weird little humanoid reptilian man. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about like Jinx and Mr. Mime being just people. Machop and Machoke especially, and Machamp, but Machoke especially are just dudes. Machoke is just a dude with underwear. With me, Machop, Machoke, Machamp were like the wrestlers mm-hmm. of the Pokemon oh, totally. scene. Because I don't know if you guys know this. Like, you know what we have in North America, the world wrestling entertainment and whatever. Mm-hmm. But the new Japan wrestling is like huge. Oh yeah. yeah massive. Yeah. And so that's what these guys are actually all kind of brought in from. They're supposed to be the wrestling side of it. Mm. Oh, I can see that. That's like that fire pro wrestling old game too. Yeah. That, that Japanese, the very theatrical, I mean, it all is theatrical. Yeah, it like yeah, it like but more like the Mexican luchador yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, totally. The flying, flying people. Yeah, but these guys are like nuts. I've heard pro wrestling period described as anime for rednecks. And I think that's kind of true. It's, it's all staring each other down and these convoluted plot lines and heroes and villains. So Machop takes Primeape, swings him around in a seismic toss. Throwing him out of the ring. Ash dives to catch Primeape. Kind of misses. But this act of love of Ash jumping for Primeape touches Primeape's heart. And Primeape finally finds respect in himself for yeah, that, Ash. That's all it yeah. takes, eh? Good. All it took. And, and then Primeape's uh, scratch attack. Scratch what? and then mega kick. But, but what freaking claws does I have? If you look at his hands, <laughs> they're just rounded, smooth yeah, surfaces. <laughs> like... What claw scratch attack? I'm gonna rub him. I'm more concerned if uh, Primeape can actually learn scratch. I believe he can. Oh, is that a move? I believe so. Yes. 
Scratch attack. Be- yeah. But I believe he got it as Mankey, and Mankey yes. actually has the marks in his hand to actually show that he has separate fingers. Mm-hmm. Where Prime Apes are just a smooth surface. It's yeah. like uh, it's like scratch tax, so go rub them off. <laughs> Some <laughs> Did you just say go rub him off? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Well, Machop is just a little dude. Mm-hmm. He's just coming in. <laughs> it's like a, some uh, tailless Pokemon can actually learn Tail Whip. You yeah, don't have to necessarily have the Hey, they got a the snip tail, man. It's yeah. just snip tail. So, yeah, Scratch and Mega Kick take out the Machop. Ash is moving on to the next round. Now it's Hitmonlee versus Geodude. Brock is too distracted by telling Rebecca that everything is okay. He's got it under control. Okay. You missed a huge, funny, possible pr- line here. Oh, did I? Ash says to Brock, yeah, you you better be careful or something like that about your Geodude's going to turn into gravel, which I find hilarious because the evolution of Geodude is gravel. Graveler! <laughs> and... The, my biggest issue with this fight is, okay, Geodude float. They yep. never, ever tell you how high he can float, how he floats. If he can just fly. Where he can float. So why can't Geodude just float in the air and come down with a giant axe handle? Double arm, bang, on top of the head. Him <laughs> on knees, done. You know, I I really thought Hubert, you were gonna you were gonna save your rubbing off joke for when they say Geodude is hard as a rock. Because <laughs> they actually say that. I know they say that. Does Geodude have a penis? I hope not. Only hard hitting uh, discussions on this <laughs> on this podcast. You see, see, when they say Geodude is hard as a rock, they're just describing Brock at the moment. <laughs> at all moments, <laughs> he's just see, constantly. Hitmon Lee goes for the kicks, and Brock forfeits the fight. He knows when to when to throw it in because Anthony tells him to stop fighting because he has absolutely no chance tony says lose today win tomorrow tomorrow lose today no i, I can't even do it i can't figure out what is. so then we get a montage of victory shots of the rest of the battles of polyrath much choke yeah. much champ i love polyrath I find it so funny, Polyrath, how he comes from a, like, tadpole to a fighting... To just, like, a buff tadpole. Yeah. (laughs) He's not really even a frog. He's just, like, a buff tadpole. So now it's Ash has made it through to the final match. Uh, Now it's Hitmonlee versus Hitmonchan. Do they actually tell you who he fought in that match? Uh... There's primates in the screenshots. Uh, you can probably figure it out, but you don't know. Uh, who it beats he a Machoke. Yeah. First so that might be it. Like, it. It's like it's Machoke or Machamp, but yeah. they don't actually. So in reality, like, it's so weird this year because if you count the Pokemon, there's how many Pokemon? Uh, now? Oh, there is eight fighting in this tournament. Oh. Yeah, I think fart. all of the fighting types are in this episode except for Mankey, which evolves into Primate. Yeah, and there's one other, and I can't remember what it was. I don't think so. You're way past my uh, expertise. Uh, yeah, no, all of the Generation well, 1 fighting type Pokemon appear in this episode, excluding Mankey. I'll believe you. Yeah, now it's Hitmonlee versus well, the big, Hitmonchan. The big fight. Yeah. Team Rocket versus the Anthony. semi-final. Meowth has a plan. His plan yeah. is <laughs> to plan. <laughs> inject glue onto the stadium from underneath so that <laughs> Hitmonchan gets stuck and can't avoid Hitmonlee's kicks. Brilliant. Okay, let's stop right here at this. Where the fuck 
straight up is any referee. <laughs> well, they have, they already... This guy, this this damn glue, come off any more chance not moving. You establish the security is poor. They also don't have refs. <laughs> this is underground. This isn't an official tournament. <laughs> what the frick? And and do you know any glue that like appears and you step on and you and, can't and move? And can be cause... like syringed through the floor of a boxing <laughs> ring. <laughs> That's all new to me, man. I don't know any that. Does he have like a heat gun under there? Okay, drive really fast. Or that Hitmonchan would like, I mean, I know that he's a Pokemon. He doesn't communicate the same way as people, but you'd think he would be able to like start yelling or something like, like I'm, my feet are freaking glued. <laughs> Well, he does. He does that stupid, uh, dumb-faced look. I- I'm stuck. What? What? Ooh. How does this work? <laughs> yeah. And then Hitmonlee just boots him. Yeah, Hitmonlee goes in for that landing blow, that final blow. But Rebecca jumps in. No. Front doesn't want her father's Pokemon to get hurt. And then so Anthony jumps in front of her, and he throws in the towel. He gets he gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, and he gets kicked. But then he goes, "Are you hoit, Rebecca? Are you hoit? You hoit." So he suddenly apologizes to Rebecca. He's like, you know, now that you tried to get your shit kicked in front of my Pokemon, and then I tried to get my shit kicked in front of you, uh, I realized that I was a shitty dad. (laughs) (laughs) And everything is healed. All of the trauma, everything I put you through, family has magically healed. Wow, it took five minutes. Misty has this moment where she's like talking to Ash. She's like, your guys' battling brought them together. Ash and Brock didn't fight Anthony. Yeah, what are you talking about? Uh, Team Rocket brought them back together. And and in what world does he just like say, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible father. I will come home now." This world, apparently. And what job do I do to pay for everything? Uh... I think he runs a gas station. (laughs) (laughs) There's a gas station on the side of Fighting Spirit Gym. I think that's the business. This is all his plan. Set up the P1 Fighting Grand Prix to drive people into the gas station. That's it. He's the one. He's supplying the hot dogs. But you're kind of saying that Team Rocket is really the heroes of this episode. Then (laughs) they're the ones that drove this family back together. Yeah. For the relationship between father and daughter. Yes. I think Team Rocket's usually the heroes. Absolutely. Oh yeah. A remake they, they, from their perspective. They they are they they are the the characters of every episode. Without them, there is no episode. Like you could literally take Ash, Misty, Brock away from any episode and still have Team Rocket there, and you still have an episode. There, there have been a <laughs> few. All the shenanigans are them. <laughs> I, I'll give you so, that's true in like ninety percent of them, but there's the odd one where they kind of feel like they're doing their own thing, and then the writers were like, oh shit, we forgot about Team Rocket. <laughs> and then they have Team Rocket like do a really, really stupid gag, like they're just like digging a hole, and then they fall in it. And that's Yeah, like, the yeah. next episode really isn't very Team Rocket heavy. You see that. All those episodes that that happens, and it's just like, the episode isn't complete without them doing something stupid. It's, they are they, the They bring characters. the cartoonification like, to a next level. Like They're the... They're the Bugs Bunny. They're the Wily e. Coyote kind of element. No, they're they're the um um Longhorn Leghorn. They're Foghorn Leghorn. What? <laughs> <laughs> just just the stupid comments. I say uh, it now. I say it now, son. I say it. <laughs> <laughs> like just the dumbest thing somebody could come up with. Well, speaking of Team Rocket, basically what happens next is they've revealed themselves. Yeah, the gang finally realizes 
that the trench coat guy is Team Rocket. Because yeah, when, Team when Rocket flat out revealed it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't forget, Jesse squishes James right in the middle of their... Uh, yeah, squeezes their his chat. head between her thighs. Yeah, and he's dying while they're Which, giving uh, the chat. Mm. That was pretty funny, yeah. actually. <laughs> aren't, aren't they like siblings? <laughs> no. No. Oh, they're, they're not. Uh, they, they feel so platonic, though. <laughs> I, they're just um i don't know if you've gotten to that episode yet there's an episode that really shows where they originated from oh no we haven't got and, to that. and their thing and you haven't gotten there yet but no. yeah no it's jesse james are like that couple that will never admit they're a couple i don't see them as romantically interested yeah it tells they somebody seem tries so to take james away somebody tries to take james away and jesse's like i'm gonna kill you well as friends do <laughs> that, that is my man huh. no touch so they try to do the motto james can't get through it because <laughs> jesse's squashed. weight is just completely making him buckle he can't take it anymore he collapses that's this episode's motto moment which is great freaking great and then it's primate versus hitmonlee yep. in the final match the kicking fiend. This is only like the fourth time they've said he's the kicking fiend. Come up <laughs> with a new saying. Hit on these blocking kicks. Or no, sorry. I must. I wrote Prime the wrong Ape. Prime Ape. Yeah, I wrote the wrong Pokemon. Okay. Now, literally, if you look at this scene, and even with Hitmonchan, Hitmonlee is standing there on one leg, just kicking. Not just standing there on one leg, and it's like, guys, just do a shoulder roll and punch him in the freaking <laughs> nuts. Like, seriously. Well, that's what Primate goes for. He dodges underneath the Hitmonlee's legs and goes up for the punch, for the uppercut. And then Meowth comes out from under the stadium. There's something shady going on there, but Pikachu sees. And, and Ash just, like, ignores. Yeah, Meowth has a plan. He uh, put a weapon underneath the stadium. The plan is to have Hitmonlee in the air, flip the switch, and then fucking electrocute Primeape. And that's and that's the fight then. Yeah, yeah. Pikachu sees something's going on, tries to warn Ash. Ash is ignoring him. Aw. Certified Lassie moment. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Ash is like, can't you see I'm busy, Pikachu? <laughs> so Pikachu takes things into his own hands, goes into action himself. I missed my part in this episode, this, this scene. Ash and his, his, the damn hat thing, where he always has to twist his hat. It's like, okay, dude. Because like, it's cool. Get a new thing. We get it. We're, we're, we're damn near 30 episodes in of this. I'm doing some epic, so I'm going to twist my hat because it's cool. No, no, bad. Bad. <laughs> it's not cool anymore. Now it's just sad. It's just sad. He loves his hat. Ash loves his hat. Pikachu's gone into action. Team Rocket flips the switch. Nothing happens. Primeape uses his own seismic toss on Hitmonlee, takes it out. So Ash is the P1 Grand Prix winner. Well, I guess he knew it beforehand. He just hadn't but Ash, it. No, Ash hadn't heard of it. Well, yeah, but Ash is just. Oh, Ash just know, doesn't know shit. You're Probably right. doesn't know what it looks like. So Ash says it's prime time for Primeape. Fun, Jesus fun, fun. And then Anthony asks Ash to let him train Primeape for a while. But before we get an answer from that, we go back to Team Rocket and Pikachu. Pikachu climbs out from under the I stadium. I love this gig. Just hands the weapon back to Meowth. Meowth's like, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, <laughs> no, Meowth Pikachu says, walks off. Really appreciate it. <laughs> really appreciate it. Pikachu walks off, gives a little wave, and then like, you're welcome. Walks off, and then it blows up. They fry. They blast off. It's great. It's a good moment. It's, it's fun. Good. Yeah. Well, because they got blasted off again. They didn't say they're lying. Oh, no. The oh. episode's ruined. <gasps> but so sad. Okay, anyways, the guy said he's going to train Primeape and make him a true P1 champ. And it's just like, he already won. Hey, asshole. 
He already won. And you yeah. lost. So, <laughs> and you lost. So yeah, Ash should be treating your Hitmonchan. Yeah. This is like the, the least self-aware episode ever. <laughs> My only response to when he said that was, what the fuck? Like, You're right. That was a I mistake. Won. So Ash leaves Primeape with Anthony to train and will never see Primeape again. Sad. He's down to five Pokemon on his team with poor Krabby stuck back at Oak's lab, still just writing poetry and drinking tea. Okay. Yeah. He's got a life. Forever man. and ever. Ash, he's always i want to be the greatest pokemon master and it's just like how you give all your shit away <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna master anything you're you're a master all right the master of being a freaking dumbass that's right he sends butter free to the the migration the great migration leaves primate with anthony there's gonna be a lot more of these moments hey, both of the episodes we've had a guest on feature yeah. ash giving away pokemon Mm-hmm. See if we can keep that just, up. How the hell? I'm a greatest master. Um, hello. I want to keep, keep your Pokemon. We, we like to point shit. out a lot how Ash is, is is one of these people who makes completely baseless goals. Like he's like, I want to be the best when he's not even good. And if you actually look at his wins, in like even up to here, none of them are really him being outsmarting anybody. They're just pure dumb luck. Yeah. Situation. Oh yeah, we talked like, about it. We talked about it last time. I think it was that all but <laughs> all but one of his badges so far have been earned from not actually winning the fight. I think his only badge that he Surge. truly, yeah, is the only one that he truly, yep. truly, he actually gets. won. He knocked out the opposing Pokemon and, and won the fight. And now in that match, the only reason he won is because Pikachu stood on his tail. Now, is that Ash telling Pikachu to do that? Or was that Pikachu being, hey, I ain't a dumbass. I'm just going to stand on my tail. Well, that may have been Brock's strategy that he hinted at, but we didn't actually hear about in that episode. Well, you hear hear nobody say nothing to Pikachu. Well, the role of the trainer period is kind of weird in this this show because they'll do things too where they're like, Ash, get your head in the game. And suddenly it makes it look like Ash is like, doing a being a great trainer and all he'll be like is pikachu attack like okay that really changed things thanks that <laughs> the contribution oh yeah like it, it it's just it's just pure dumb luck well so, anyway that's the end of yeah, that episode end of this episode well you get the uh four for ready i'll dive into literary analysis with graham so this episode was really about deadbeat dads right it was about dads who oh. ignore the family to pursue goals so like I I thought of this this idea of getting obsessed with a goal is is classic Moby Dick right so the P one Grand Prix to Tony <laughs> is like Ahab with the white whale it's something that he obsesses over it pursues him oh, um, allusions to Rocky also very obvious okay how about though just overall like child uh, uh child abandonment child neglect stories like Cinderella Harry Potter or get this one did you know that Bambi was a book. Yes. Bambi was a book where and the mother I didn't know that, but apparently the mother grows distant and cold and eventually abandons Bambi during mating season. Ooh. Talk about a that. talk about a good mother deer. Are you saying it's mating season for Anthony? She does sure. what <laughs> deer well, do. Well Huber was talking about rubbing off and ejaculating in the boxing <laughs> ring, so I can only oh, uh, I can only imagine that that's Tony's ultimate well, attack. Well, 
Because of uh, Nolan's episode, I knew Kellen was going to get what I meant. He, he uses a lot of PP, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still, I still love the scene where you just like, just go and jack off. And it just seems like Kellen had no idea what you're <laughs> oh, talking about. Oh, oh, the short. Yeah, shout out to <laughs> yeah. that short. Yeah, because you hadn't uh, let me finish my thought. <laughs> oh my god, that was such a great moment. I died right there. <laughs> yeah, a lot, oh, of, the, a lot of moments that make me look like an idiot are just because the others fucking interrupt me where I'm when I'm talking. But have, okay, this is the first time we've made a reference to another episode of the podcast. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to a podcast, man. <laughs> Get your thoughts out loud fast before somebody else can. Do you have Is that it for the literary hour? Yep. Alright, let's jump into the four bar. We're gonna draw two two random categories from the plastic ping pong picture of objective ratings, writing them on a one to ten scale, and that is the objective rating for how we're gonna rank this episode. Our first category for the punchy Pokemon is Pokemon Variety. Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I mean it's all yeah. of the fighting Pokemon from Gen 1. Ten, I'd give it a ten. I don't know if I would go full ten. I would say nine. I was going to think eight. Well, then in that case, Graham says ten. I say eight. You say nine. We go nine. Perfect. We average that out to yeah. nine. Beautiful. Second category will be the humor. <laughs> the humor is just... For, as a child, the humor is like nothing. But as an adult, actually understanding life and things how stuff works out, the humor is like an 80, man. Because just the guy tied up in the bathroom is a 15 itself because it's so dumb. That's the part you like the best. Well, I'll say that the Team Rocket chant was really funny. And then the gag with Pikachu giving back the bomb was really funny. That's pretty good. And Pikachu just walking away all casual. Yeah. So I'd, I'd say go eight. with an eight, yeah. Oh, no, it's a ten for me, guys. The, the, <laughs> as watching it as an adult, the humor is a ten, because there are just things that you don't realize as a child here that as an adult... Okay, let's just say a great. nine overall as no, well. I was get, no, no, I'm doing the, we're doing the decibel math here. So it's eight, probably an 8.6. 8 plus 8, 8 plus 8 plus 10 divided by 3 is 8.6 repeating. And then uh, add that with... Well, the other category is a nine. Was a nine. Oh. <laughs> this episode gets an eight point eight three repeating. There you go. Eight point eight three repeating. Pretty good score for the punchy Pokemon. Very good score for the punchy Pokemon. I will say this is my favorite episode. <laughs> I I it will never. It's a good one. This episode. I liked it. I so would you this say this episode's episode a ten out of ten? For for me? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, guess uh, what, Huber? You're it's... wrong because the four poor is objective. It cannot be argued uh, okay. with. And it even quantifies your wrongness. You're 1.17 wrong. <laughs> it is objectively an 8.83. Yeah. No 10. one can argue. No one okay. can argue that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Just not saying you're right. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on to episode 30, second episode of the day. Sparks fly for Magnemite. I love this one because as we learn, their journey leads them into this factory town. We learn immediately that this town is called Gringy City. <laughs> yeah, and and I like how, you know, they're on this walking path. There if you actually watch the episode earlier where they come into the the town, they go out on the same road. <laughs> 
<laughs> did they even and, need and, to come here? And so instead of walking back to where they were, they come here, and apparently nothing happened. Yeah, they, just, they, they did that Grandpa Simpson gif of him walking in the door, hanging up his hat, and then walking right up back out the door. I <laughs> just, just like, nothing happened. Not a yeah. lot happens in Gringy City. Didn't you see that in Canada? Gringy City. <laughs> it's just like a little town. Yeah, it's called Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I am not joking you. You're right, it is Hamilton, home of the Tiger Cats. <laughs> I know a ton of like I know people that have moved here from Ham. Well, not Hamilton, but this is where they grew up and everything. And it is a gringy city. Or Winnipeg. We'll go with that one. Too. Yeah, or Winnipeg. <laughs> Either one is good. But no, God, they say Hamilton because of just all it's the... It's got a lot of factories. Factories. Yeah. It's just, it's the factory city of Canada. So we see Ash, Misty, and Brock uh, walk into Hamilton, Ontario, a depressing <laughs> place where the ocean winds smell like sludge. Ash immediately comments how weird this city is. Lots of factories, no people. Yeah, they went overboard with their factories. It's completely polluted the air and the water. There's, like, nobody living here anymore. Quite a desolate place, Hamilton. And we see Pikachu. Pikachu seems quite sick. Can't control his electricity. Shocks Ash while Magnemite watches on. Yeah, and I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I thought that it was sort of uh, making it seem like he's sick from the pollution at first. We learn oh, later yeah. that's not what's going on, but that's what it felt like, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It... it, it... That's what it felt like. It felt like they were sick from the, like, yeah, the pollution. And I'm going to address that later. <laughs> <laughs> Looking forward. <laughs> so since Ash has, I mean, since Pikachu looks a little bit sick, they're looking for a Pokemon center. Okay, pause right here. He's carrying Pikachu with his gloves on, right? From yeah. episode one. Okay, but the Pikachu is against his chest. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are the gloves gonna do besides just be like well i guess everything's going this way man <laughs> i guess if you have a heart attack he's set <laughs> yeah you got a defibrillator right there so yeah they run to the center while team rocket is watching from below the streets with one of those really long like periscope thingies yeah, and they're in the sewer, on, like, subs. And, and meowth looks like he's inside of a ufo mm -hmm. what's with this He's in like a yeah. little flying saucer. And we get the motto already. It was really quick on the motto Yeah, they this get time. it out of the way fast. They can't get through it, though, because the sewer smells way too bad. They get like two lines in. Yeah, we find out about it's Meowth's scheme this time. <laughs> he wants Jesse and James to get into suits and swim through the sewers into the Pokemon Center. Jesse and James always treat Meowth like he's an idiot. Yeah. But if you watch, Meowth schemes make Jesse and James do so many dumb things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, um, who's the dummy here? Really makes you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Meowth's trying to get back at them. Yeah, wants them to go in the back in the sewer. They don't want to. They're like, it's humiliating, degrading. <laughs> Meowth just shocks, shocks them. them. <laughs> no, no, no. Jesse says, I'm sorry if this shocks you. And he goes, me too. And then hits the button and electrocutes them. Beautiful. Beautiful stuff. Back in the center, uh, they ring for service. Nurse Joy comes out. She's too tired to do anything. This about is the Pikachu's sleepiest sickness. Nurse Joy ever. Yeah. She's, she's, she's like, why are, like you guys, why are you guys here? You should be in bed. As if sickness 
cares about our sleep schedule. This is kind of a throwback to the Charmander episode where the joy there was really obsessed with them getting to bed on time. And we mm-hmm. were talking about how it's like they close the emergency rooms in the Pokemon universe. <laughs> That's kind of problematic. I mean, actually, if you watch, Brock actually doesn't really simp on this joy. He doesn't like sleepy women. <laughs> One theory. So is he growing or does this joy, is this joy just not as great as the others? Because they kind of apply that this joy kind of sucks. <laughs> I think her laziness to the craft turns him off from it. Yeah. From her. Well, Ash literally asked her, are you the... Uh, are you the oddball in your her, family? And she just goes, no, they're the odd ones. And all three of, the three of them are just like, uh... They're like, that's uh, a red flag. Uh, <laughs> when shit. you say the rest of your family's insane, you're probably the crazy one. Yeah. So we see a bunch of Grimer emerge from the river, and then power in one of the buildings goes down. The water intake valve is jammed, and power across the city has been knocked out. <laughs> Here we go. Here, here's Let's here's hear the Let's great hear fun fact and a rant. Okay, so the uh, power generator power plant blah 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 has one intake, yes, one generator, <laughs> and the city itself has no backup power or power coming from anywhere else not to mention that the entire town looks just like it's it's caught it's nothing but power plants <laughs> like weird this makes zero zero sense i guess i guess maybe the rest of them are are other kinds of factories or we just have one central yeah. power plant that relies on this one intake and, and one generator that can get screwed yeah, over the one generator one pokemon <laughs> yeah is that and, and a hospital doesn't have a backup. Center doesn't have a backup. So the power has knocked out both all the all the all cross city. The power at the center. It's also knocked out Team Rocket's air pump. So they're they might they might suffocate under the water. <laughs> yeah, Meowth goes. The pump stopped working. There's gonna be no air. They won't like that. <laughs> <laughs> they're dying. Hot take, Meowth. Hot take. Well, okay. Fun fact though. Fun fact like, number five: When they, when Jesse and James figure out that uh, they're getting no air, they act as if they're drowning. But you wouldn't notice. You would just all of a sudden pass you're out, getting sleepy, getting ready yeah, to breath. Be- yeah, because you would just get uh, word the poisoning from uh, just carbon dioxide fresh oxygen. Poisoning. Thank you. Smart. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah they, they act like they're drowning. It's like, well, you really wouldn't notice this. I like when you when you point out how the cartoon isn't realistic. <laughs> well, and the pump, the pump continuously takes air, pumps it to them. Where the frick does it go from there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're, they'd probably be suffocating anyways. So Joy doesn't have the motivation to do anything about all these Pokemon in the ICU that are going to die if the power doesn't come back on. Okay, uh, uh, and these Pokemon are dying. Yes. You see them dying. dying. Okay. Jenny can't figure out anything either. The gang has tried to take things into their own hands. Jenny can't figure it out. So the gang is going to go off to the power plant. Pikachu followed them to Jenny. They originally left him at the center because he was sick. But uh, Pikachu followed them. I wouldn't trust that joy either. So good call, Pikachu. Good call. Okay, but... The kids go to figure out what's going on, not the, um, like, officer. Yeah, that, that's how this whole world works, man. <laughs> I know, I know. 
It's it's always the kids. <laughs> the adults are always incompetent. That's how that's how Pokemon works. I know. <laughs> it's it's so Pikachu shocks Ash out of happiness. I, I'm thinking sick Pikachu can't control their electricity. I think that's just the theory here. Jesse and James survived. They got out of the uh, the sewers in time. And then Meowth sees a gang sees the gang run past and has this weird dream sequence thing of him in a nurse's Gee. outfit, which I looked on Bulbapedia. This is another one of those Japanese puns that's untranslatable. Did you also notice that Joy's uh, police station has power? Jenny's? Or Jenny's, yeah. Oh, did it? I did not. It has light. I didn't yeah, notice that. <laughs> Wait, so they have a backup generator? Or can I share with the uh, the very important yeah, ICU? The police station, but but a hospital doesn't. Typical cops, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> Go eat another donut. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all the people die. <laughs> No, we, so, we 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 don't have a thing against cops here. We we make a lot of no. cop jokes on this podcast. I've yeah. noticed. So back to this meow thing. Yeah, he, he's dressed up in this nurse's outfit in this in this sequence. This is another one of those untranslatable puns, according to uh, Bulbapedia. The scene where Meowth mentions that they have another chance to capture Pikachu was originally an untranslatable pun involving the word Fuku having the meanings of clothes and fortune, and Nasu to change into and Nasu nurse, sounding similar to each other. So that's what that's about. Does not work in English. <laughs> the, but unlike the other times where they had an untranslatable pun, in those instances, they like found a workaround. They found another pun to, to kind of figure out. This one, they didn't even try. They don't even they try. Just, they just showed like, me. Fuck it. I, we're done. I thought the panel of him in the nurse outfit, though, with like weird little cherubs in the background. Yeah. I thought it was kind of fun, but I, it's I funny. didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't make no, any sense. Oh, no, yeah, it's funny. So they get to the power plant. It's completely empty. No one's around. And then uh, the Magnemite and the Grimer are spooking Misty. Ash calls her a chicken. Well, no, it's just the Grimer aren't doing anything. Well, he was yet. making he was making noise up in the uh, the vents. Yeah, but it's all the Magnemite. But it's mainly the Magnemite. Yeah. Megan <laughs> Magnemite freaks out Pikachu. Then things are dire. But Ash, in this moment of uh, intense intensity, his his first thought is, "Let's check the decks." Yeah. Well, he what also calls out say? at this ominous shadow and says, "If you're a ghost or a monster, stay where you are, where and we you won't are. bother you." Yeah. <laughs> so Misty thinks Magnemite is responsible for this blackout because Magnemite electricity. I don't know. Magnemite is uh, following Pikachu, doing circles around it. Ash confuses the words streaker and stalker. Here's here's your simp moment. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Brock, it's, it's Magnemite. Yeah. <laughs> so Magnemite's this weird little floating magnet thing. And it's like falling in love with Pikachu. It's like blushing. He's like, I never thought I would see a magnet blush, but that's cool. Never saw a piece of metal blush like that? No, I haven't. Have you? <laughs> I can't say. Well, after you showed a fire for a little bit. But... <laughs> that's true. Heat it up. Heat it up. Steel's well, getting hot. Well, it's simping. It's all heated. It's getting all hot and bothered, That's man. true. Like a blowtorch. So the Magnemite goes away. A bunch of Grimer fall from the ceiling. They, uh... Yeah, a what's a Grimer? Grimer? They're like the little sludge Pokemon. Pile of sludge. Pile That's of what sludge. Grimer is. Same That's thing it. that attacked the Gloom in that Erica episode. And the Gloom uh, made it go away with, with its smell. But we find here the whole episode's about how Grimers are super stinky. So... That didn't make sense. Yeah, so the gang starts ins insulting the smell of, of Grimer, and they're like, and Brock's like, don't hurt their pride, don't hurt their pride. <laughs> and, so, and Ash is like, 
Oh, you guys have yeah. a very unique smell. I should have known it was aroma of grime. Just oh, hollers, just hollers. They're fucking stinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Missy so, doesn't take the hint. She's so bashful. Yeah, which causes big bad muck to come in from the back. And he goes, "Is that Grimer's grandpa?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so muck is the evolved form of Grimer, and muck is. Slightly larger Grimer. He's just an even bigger pile of sludge. Just a bigger pile of sludge. An Great Gen One originality, one. folks. Gen One originality. Yeah. So <laughs> they got creative yeah. here. We're just gonna make a. We're just gonna make a pile of crap, <laughs> and then just make a bigger pile of crap. Crap them on. That's what they would have called we'll, it in we'll, Digimon. We'll call that one Grimer because it's grimy, and we'll call that one Muck because it's just muckful. And they hang out in Gringy City. <laughs> Muck commands the Grimer to chase the gang. They they run around the corner. They run into the plant workers that we saw at the very uh, start of the episode. Uh, Brock thinks it's time for introductions. <laughs> he, has, he has lots of time. Starts They're like, wait, well, who are you? And he's like, oh, well, I'm Brock. This is my friend Ash and Misty. Uh, and we're uh, we're here because and like we don't have time for this, Brock. I also Run. like the part where Ash is like, Misty, why'd you open your mouth and make Grimer mad? Uh, and Misty's like, I had to uh, open my uh, mouth because I couldn't use my nose. Uh, <laughs> I missed one of my notes. Let's <gasps> hear it. Let's hear it. Fun fact number six. This isn't a foot fact. This is just oh, a, sad fact. A, another thing. When they're dealing with the, the uh, Magnemite there, where Rock and Misty see it, and they're freaking out, and they're in front of Ash, and Ash is like, what's going on? And they're like, well, blah, blah. He, he's just, his, his absolute stupidity comes out with the, just keeps speaking at them instead of, you know, oh, wait, maybe I should look behind me. Yeah. Classic, it takes him like 20 cliche. minutes later. It's like 20 minutes later. Oh, wait, there's something behind me. Like, Ash is so damn dumb. <laughs> like, he is like, I'm going to make reference to another show. Is that okay? Do it. He's like Joey. <laughs> I'm making a reference to Family Guy. Okay. Ash is Chris Griffin. <laughs> Does that make Pikachu Stewie? I do think Pikachu's always like up to like evil plans. So, mm-hmm. so the Grimer chased them into the control room. Ash is worried, justifiably so, about the Pokemon that they're gonna die if the power of the Pokemon Center doesn't come back on. Yeah, there are some real stakes in this episode. Oh yeah, everyone will die. The plant workers are trying to explain what's happening, why everything got shut down, but the Grimer are ramming the door. They bust it down, they get in. And then the plant workers are the smart ones in this episode. They mark the obvious. These three kids are Pokemon trainers. You have Pokemon. Fight the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they really spell it out. That like, okay, the Grimers are clogging the sea intake. If you can defeat the Grimers, you save the city. You have Pokemon. Defeat the Grimers with your Pokemon. They're like, but then okay. Ash, Ash is like, well, I can't fight. Pikachu is sick. Ash. Yeah, you have Bulbasaur, you have Squirtle, <laughs> you have Charmander, you have Pidgeotto, you yeah. have a Krabby back at Oak's lap. You have enough to, you can, and Brock has idiot. Pokemon, and Misty has Pokemon. Exactly. Would, would a, a Squirtle the, or Charmander be the answer to these guys? All like, of them together could do it, probably. Aren't they weak against fire and water? Mm, no. What's poison weak again? Ground and psychic. Oh. 
Oh, no. We have a fucking onyx yeah, here. Yeah, onyx, yeah. Oh, let's just send a giant rock why, snake why do we, to sit on Why him. do we never see onyx? I would just be too big. I'd be riding onyx around. Why do they use them for transportation? Like the sandworms from Dune. Babies like used to ride these boulders the for miles. <laughs> yeah. yeah, funny thing with Brock. You see Geodude all the time, and then he like gives up on Geodude, and then you see Onyx all the time, and then he catches a Zubat, and you see Zubat all the time. I think Onyx just is like expensive to animate. I think they're like, God, this thing takes a while. <laughs> or he's too big, and they uh, just logistically can't figure out how to fit him in the indoor scenes. Uh, I guess so. Simple. Make him lay on him. <laughs> <laughs> Through the whole path, man. Onyx, use your girth <laughs> again. <laughs> so Pikachu tries a thundershock, melts one of the Grimer, but he's like, this isn't going to be enough. We can't take all of these on at one time. Too many. And then Magnemite comes back. He's brought all of his Magneton friends. Speaking of original Pokemon, Magneton is just three Magnemite put together. It parallels early in the episode when we see Muck, and it is just a bigger Magnemite. I mean, bigger uh, <laughs> Grimer. Maybe it's just this is just the lazy episode. Maybe it's just how Gringy City works. <laughs> yeah, this, just, it mutates all it the Pokemon. It mutates everything. It's the them. fish with three eyes from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> Grammar combined. Oh, we got the Digimon, the uh, where they uh, d d uh, what was it? DNA Digivolve. Two Digimon would go together to make one. So three Grimer combined to make a mic. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, Magneton, or sorry, Magnemite comes in with all these Magneton. Epic music plays on the Magneton. All zap away all of the Grimer. Let's the water rush back in, get the generator flowing. The power in the city comes back on. Magneton has saved the day. But Muck is still there. And apparently has a child with him, but we don't There's see the child. There's an adult, Muck, I, and a child. <laughs> and, yeah. Okay. That, that was a dub edition, I think, I read. And there, I don't think there is actually a, another Grimer around there because then ash goes to catch the the muck after they weaken it and there's no there's still no grimer around there but he catches the muck. Yeah, you, you but but you missed an important part an important part before he goes to catch the muck what the fucking hat <laughs> <laughs> the return of the hat <laughs> you, you can't miss those moments man they're so big <laughs> i like this i like this so you're you're pointing out that uh Ash keeps turning his hat obsessively. This is something we have not been picking up on. Oh, anything. Anytime he would do something cool or important, or it's like, okay, I'm going to do something smart. So this hat is like my intelligence on. Well, there is this cliche in a uh, shonen anime where, where the hero characters have like uh, something they say, like a tagline or something they do. So like uh, Naruto is always like, believe it. And I feel like this is Ash's believe it. <laughs> he Absolutely, just turns his yeah. hat. <laughs> I just, it's just <laughs> one of those, one of those pet peeves. Like it's beautiful <laughs> and we love it. I'm old. I'm cranky. <laughs> but yeah, Ash goes for the catch on the muck. He throws the pokeball. He catches a muck. This is like his eighth or ninth, ninth or tenth Pokemon he's caught, I think. Something like that. Everyone else is well, uh, keeps giving him the yeah. fuck away. So. Everyone else is appalled by the smell <laughs> it because it can go through the ball. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Pikachu seems better though after this whole ordeal. 
Uh, he had too much electricity built up. That's what we were uh, told by, I believe, the power plant workers. Yeah, he was Thundershock blue balled. Yeah. <laughs> but Magnemite has no more interest in Pikachu. He was in love with Pikachu before, but not anymore. Yeah, now he's repelled. Probably because Ma Pikachu does not have a surplus of electricity. He's no longer magnetized. The workers explain exactly what happened, and then Brock just repeats it as if he came up with it. <laughs> Here's a million dollar question. Okay. So if Pikachu was magnetized so bad, and he went and had a number two, <laughs> would that number two be magnetized? <laughs> it's electrically constipated. And then would the Magnemite fall in love with the with the magnetic poop? Yeah. <laughs> and then could you? Uh, yeah. And if it's magnetized, and then we and then we cue to this love story with the Magnemite and the turd running off together. Yeah. You come around the corner seeing this Magnemite just being attached to this turd. I love it. Hand in hand. <laughs> Off into the sunset. And that's how the episode <laughs> saved the day. So Team Rocket emerges with their Gyarados sub again and a giant magnet to capture Pikachu. That's their plan. They turn it on, but it just attracts all of the Magneton instead of Pikachu, sinking their sub. Team Rocket didn't do a damn thing in this episode. No. They didn't. And so But no, but they end it doing something so stupid that you <laughs> forgot about everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, also, we missed when he catches Muck. Ash uh, says, Ash Ketchum saves the day once again, as if Ash did anything either. Okay, and the Team Rocket thing. I have an issue with what happens there. Let's hear it. Okay, Magneton has the move self-destruct. Yes. Why the hell would they just sink him instead of them all just going, boom! <laughs> and then Team Rocket can fly off again. Maybe they weren't high enough level. So then we go back to the center. Misty, a 10-year-old child. <laughs> Has to be the one to tell these city official adults this that is the city so is too polluted preachy. So and preachy. needs to be cleaned up. Joy is inspired, though, to become a better nurse. I give that two whole days. <laughs> yeah, before she gets back on the sauce, am I right? Yeah. I give that about two minutes, man. <laughs> yeah. something, something really interesting about this, this part here at the center. When they do like a wide shot and all the Pokemon are standing outside the, uh, the center... There's a couple weird ones. There's a really small Fero, and then there's also a really tiny Raticate, like a Raticate the size of a Radita, for some mm. reason. Like it's this little baby Raticate. It's adorable, but yeah, should but not the be poison. there. The, it, it's 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 a deformed one. Man. Don't be <laughs> mean. Aww. It's just a, a Grinchy it's, City it's special. All the pool. The it's Hamilton all the special. All the but but you guys missed a huge huge fact. What is it a fun fact? Overnight. Overnight, these Pokemon went from dying to, oh, they're perfectly yeah. fine. <laughs> they're fine. Because the electricity came back on. That's all they needed. Oh, 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 yeah. The, everything's fine now. <laughs> so the game. Well, I, the, I feel like that's their whole message. They're telling the Gringy City people, like, come on, you got to step it up and, and clean up the air and water. They basically make it like these 10 year old yeah. kids, they make it sound like the Gringy City people are just lazy. Yeah, a, a, a 10-year-old kid is... Yeah. Like, that's what you leads to pollution, I laziness. Believe, I believe. Have you noticed Misty is always so positive until it comes to Ash? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then she's, like, a bigger buzzkill than, like, buzzkilling too. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, another uh, Family Guy reference. <laughs> 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 too, it was too easy. Too easy. Okay, now, here is another fact in an episode. Fun fact number seven is a dumbass. There is how many Grimer, how many Magnemite, how many Magneton, and a Muck, 
and he catches a muck. <laughs> it's like, dude, there was like 300 Pokemon. You catch one. So the muck smells so bad, though, that he sends it back to Oak, eh? Yeah, that's the last clip of the episode. The gang's moving on, but we go back to Oak. A Pokeball comes in through his transporter. Oak is like, I wonder which Pokemon Pokemon Ash sent me this time. It's been a while. And he's like, why would you send me a muck? Like, it's like a horrible prank. Very rude Why would you send me a muck? Yuck! (laughs) You forgot the yuck. And that's the episode. And that's the episode. (laughs) Yeah. And is Ash back down to five Pokemon, or did he exchange for Krabby? No, I think what? he intentionally sent the muck just because it smelled so bad. Yeah, as far as we're aware, Krabby's like, still with Oak. Fuck Oak. Oak was making fun of me for only having four badges. Fuck that guy. He's fucking with my head. Here's the stinkiest fucking Pokeball I've ever touched. <laughs> Have fun oh, with this one, old man. Character. <laughs> that's another character is Gary. You know, I ha- I knew a guy. You knew a Gary like that. <laughs> uh, I knew Wait, a guy have like cheerleaders that. around him all the time. <laughs> oh yeah, he always had the the girls around him all the time, and just the arrogance. And I just and I'm like, dude, just 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 punch him. Guy sounds like an asshole. Is his name Nolan? <laughs> No, Burn. his name. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but like, and uh, I, uh, I slugged him. I just Whoa. slugged him like a punchy <laughs> and, Pokemon. Yeah, like I just, I, I, I got to a point where that's enough. <laughs> this was in like grade four. <laughs> I was hoping you would say a young. <laughs> like this was uh, last year. <laughs> <laughs> this is like grade four. I did this. He's just, and, and like, but after I punched him and all that went down, his attitude did like a complete 180. The arrogance left and all this. And I'm just, I keep saying to Ash when this happens, hit him, hit him. You'll feel so much better. <laughs> it's not the answer. It's the answer. It's not the answer. Don't wind up in prison. All right. Are we going to move on to the literary hour? Yeah, I got hour? a literary hour for you. Yeah, I mean, so the, this episode definitely has this like eco sort of theme to it, right? So anything about pollution, about nature. I chose this one called Walden or Life in the Woods by Henry David Thoreau from 1854, where Henry David Thoreau went and lived in a cabin for two years, two months, and two days in a cabin by Walden Pond and just wrote down his observations about nature. Really compelling. Uh, <laughs> But it's definitely about a relationship with nature. And I think there's a lot here sort of in the inverse. But you you know where there's a lot, not in literature, but kind of more in uh, pop culture stuff. There's a lot of, this is a pretty common theme about uh, where society or corporations or or, uh, groups of people sort of dwelled too deep, kind of were too ambitious. And their ambition angers the earth and kind of leads to the downfall. So it reminds me of uh, Moria and Lord of the Rings and the Balrogs, where the dwarves dwelled too deep and, and that's and found a Balrog of Morgoth, and that uh, it, they called it Durin's Bane, sort of the downfall of that society, uh, ambition being our downfall. Also, uh, Frankenstein, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I've brought that up before again, but I, I think that's a theme here too, about the Industrial Revolution and sort of uh, our humanity's ambition unleashing something it can't control. And then Final Fantasy VII, we've got uh, Shinra Corp. <laughs> They're the uh, the crew that, uh, the giant corporation that kind of rules the planet. They're sucking the planet dry with their Mako reactors. That's what Barrett always says. Um, 
so yeah, they power the planet by kind of sucking the life force out of the planet. Uh, so their ambition of the factory is causing the downfall. That's my literary hour. Beautiful. You missed Halo, man. Ba 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 ba. Okay, Halo. Let's hear it. What is their names? What the Covenant, the evil dude. Yeah, like they, they literally, they just want to activate the Halo rings just to destroy societies, just to prove. Oh, you know, okay. So in the they're... war between, uh, what is it, the Confederation and the Covenant? Is that what it's called? The UNSC. UNSC. They unleash the flood, right? And yeah. the flood are these like freaky monster folks. Zombies. Yeah. It's the zombies. What's that level <laughs> called? The library in the first Halo game? Oh damn. Oh god. Okay, anyways. But e- e- <laughs> there's even one in Halo Wars. I've never played that. <laughs> really? I only played the first one. Long time ago. <laughs> I've played them all. <laughs> nice. But yeah, they just like the flood is essentially just what it's called the flood, the flood. Just, <laughs> okay, good one. they are they are essentially the undead that's actually a perfect one yeah that's that totally lines with the trope much better than when nolan brought up indiana jones <laughs> <laughs> yeah i heard about the episode <laughs> kellen you need to watch more movies nah, i'm fine he's watched a few movies i saw cocaine bear the other day Oh really? I want That's to see new? that. Is it good? It's so good. I loved oh, okay. it. It's I see it's, it abs- too. it's absurd. Like it's not like yeah. high art. It's, it's got to be absurd. It's blood and gore, and it's amazing. Kellen, I support Full House. Thank you. What? <laughs> Full House is a good show, dude. That shit did not age well. It is trash. <laughs> no way. It, it did age well. <laughs> it, it's aged so well. It's aged really? totally fine. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Have you watched it recently? Uh, a few years ago. No, maybe like, <laughs> oh, yeah. maybe like eight. <laughs> maybe like eight. And I was like, yeah, oh no, man, that's... this is trash. I've watched it a lot lately. Wow. Watch it as an adult. It's, the humor is great. It's good. It's a good show. It's not, right. again, it's not your high art kind of television. Shout us out it's in the campy. comments if you like Full House. It's campy, it's cheesy, it's meant to be that. So. We'll turn this podcast into a Full House podcast. If you don't like Full House, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call this podcast To Kill a Full House. That is just oh, murder. That's a question. That's a question my wife actually asked. To Kill a Dilly Bird. Is that a reference to uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Yeah. Or yeah. just. Yes. It is. Yeah. <laughs> all of our titles, all of our titles are literary puns. Okay, <laughs> my wife asked that. All right, let's rate this episode. Four, four. Let's, let's get out of here. Plastic ping pong pitcher of objective rankings. Let's see. All it. right, first category is Officer Jenny Energy. Uh, she, she doesn't, doesn't do, do shit. shit. Zero. She is in the episode three. though. Yeah, three. donut zero zero three three zero six divided by three two two out of ten for Officer Jenny Energy then. And category number two, the power of friendship. Aww. How sweet. Uh, they're just kind of arguing. Yeah, there's not really a lot of friendship going on. There kind of is between Pikachu and all the Magnemites. Yeah. And the Magnemite <laughs> and the Magneton. That is true. Bouncica like, wow wow kind of friendship. Like, 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 all the Magneton like the, come together, yeah. Like, the episode is legitimately Army of Stink versus Army of Metal. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there's there's two crews of ride-or-die homies. Uh, they're not the heroes. Yeah. I'll go five. 
I'll give it a okay, five. Okay, you convinced me. Five. Pure, pure five pressure. Two. I give it a 50 3.5 out of 10. Rough episode. Rough, Rough episode. episode. It, it really was. It Punch was a Pokemon. really just... Definitely punched the crap out of this one. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 uh, did it ever... This really was just a... Uh, just a brain dead episode that is just like I love Gringy oh. City. I want to go live in Gringy City. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Not moving to Hamilton. It's, it it's one of those episodes where you where you if you were at like that edge of the 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 Pokemon what they were aiming to hit for kids. You're right at that upper edge. You're done. Age. You you <laughs> you kind of look at it and you're like, the fuck is this? I'm out. But if you were like a diehard fan, you were all for it. Well, that's about it for today. We got through both episodes. Yeah, that's the episode. Hubert, thank you a lot for joining us. It was uh, good to have you. Love your fun facts. Love learning more about Ash's hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being sincere. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I'm Graham. You can find, uh, you know, you can find To Kill a Deli Bird wherever uh, fun podcasts are downloaded. Please uh, rate, review the episodes if you can. Shout us out in the comments. We're on YouTube on the Skittle Wickers uh, YouTube channel. You can also email us at 2 at gmail.com. Our outro and intro music is 80s uh, Synthwave by Alexi Action. Um, and what are we doing next week, Kellen? Next week, we're looking at uh, two more episodes. It is episode 31, Dig Those Diglet, and episode 32, The Ninja Poke Showdown. We're meeting another gym leader next week. Oh, sweet. I love like. ninjas. Again, uh, one of my favorites. <laughs> diglet one. The diglet. I love the diglet one because I just think that's great. Because anytime I see that, I, I like the episode, the diglet dig, diglet dig. Trail, trail, trail. And on that note, another unoriginal Pokemon because diglet just evolves into three diglet. Diglets are really the grimer of Magnemites, if you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> okay, I gotta remember that line. All right, thanks, folks. Catch you next episode. Bye. If you want sweet sentences like that. Thanks for helping me, guys. Good time. Good times, always. <laughs> <laughs>